talk to you um, about a single word, uh, and it's one you've heard before, uh, called habits. And I want to start with uh, this verse uh, that comes from Luke 9.23. I think you guys have heard it before. Uh, it comes from Luke 9.23. If we can go to the next slide. And I'm going to grab this. Uh, it says this. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Let me read it one more time. If any person will come after me, let them deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. I want to, uh, before I share anything with you guys, I'd like to, because it helps me, uh, I'd like to say another word of prayer. So, Lord, um, I just know that as I look out at all these faces, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for the people you have placed in my life, the students, the colleagues, the families that you've seen fit to bring here. And God, I want to honor that. I want to honor you in my words this morning. And I want to ask and pray that your spirit would ride on the wings of my words to enter into the deep places of the souls that are present here, to begin to just inculcate into the rhythms of their life ways in which they can connect with you throughout their day, ways in which they can lean deeply and heavily on you in their times of trial and not forget about you when things are going well. I pray, God, that we would not forget. It's not our hands, it's not our efforts that have created the things around us. It's you who's given us the strength, you who gives us the power, and that ultimately, as Mark reminded us last week, that, Lord, um, the Christian life, life with you is impossible. We need your power. I need you this morning. And I want to ask and pray that um, the words that I speak, the meditations of my heart and our hearts would please you this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I have some um, bad habits. Uh, I think we all have bad habits, but I have some bad habits. Um, and I'm not going to... I could probably talk for a while about some of my bad habits, but my first one is uh, that I, uh, at times, can be a little bit like Gollum. It's a really bad habit. Not because I eat raw fish, okay, um, and, and not because I um, scurry around, you know, and crawl around in my underwear or something like that. Uh, I'm a little bit like Gollum uh, because I have a bad habit, and some of you I know because I've talked to you of talking to myself. That's like Gollum's thing, right? He slithers around and he talks to himself. Yeah, I talk to myself. I'm going to admit it, all right? I'm one of those guys. But sometimes, you know, I need expert advice. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, sometimes it's the most engaging conversation all day. Okay, so uh, I talk to myself. Like, I don't even notice that I'm doing it. Right? Like, I, all of a sudden, I'll catch myself, and I'll tell you, like, I'll be, like, in my office or something, and I'll be walking out, and I'll just say, like, it's not, like, full conversations, okay? I'm not having a conversation. For those of you who aren't familiar with this, it just means you just talk out loud to kind of get your thoughts processed, right? It helps me focus, I've realized. Like, it's, but it's a habit. Like, I don't realize I'm doing it. Sometimes it's like, so many things are going on in my head. If I just say it out loud, it's like, oh, there it is. Okay, that's the thing I'm thinking about, right? And it's not like I'm listening, and I'm like, well, what do you think, Goldie? Well, that's a good question. Let me talk about, let's talk about that with an expert. Okay, so the point is that um, I do this naturally, and sometimes I'll walk out of my office and I'll be like talking to myself, and then one of you guys will be there, I'll be like, oh, that's a bear. Oh, yeah, pick up the phone. 
act like I'm talking on that. No, it's too automatic. I don't realize I'm doing it. Um, and it's a bad habit. It's bad because it creeps people out, right? Like nobody should do that and be normal. Uh, but I guess that's my thing. Um, so I have other bad habits. Um, you know, one of those, and I don't know if this is a bad habit, maybe it's just a habit. But when I go home, uh, look, a lot of my job with you guys is to have conversations and talk about like things related to the soul and the spirit. And, and one thing you should know about spiritual growth and maturity and the process of life with God and growing up and maturing, you guys, is that it takes time. And you don't always see the results right away. So um, after conversations like that, it feels really, really good. Sometimes I default and I go home to doing like projects. Like lately I've been really into trying to work. I'm no like, I'm no Mr. Flint, but I've been trying to like tinker around with like small motors. Like I have a chainsaw, you know, and I've got like a couple other small motors. I've got like an outboard motor that, that I um, bought for super cheap and because it was broken. And I was like, I'm going to fix this thing. But here's the thing. Here's why it's, it's like a habit. It's like a default when I go home. And it's not always great because it's like I just default to this because guess what? I can like see results. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I step back and I'm like, I did that. That looked like this and now it looks like that. It didn't work and now it works. It's like this deep, and it's like this default that like, if I have a choice when the day is done, I'm gonna default to that. And sometimes that's not awesome because, you know, uh, maybe I default to that because I can see the results and it's satisfying and I maybe neglect other relationships in my life. So I don't know if it's a bad habit, but it's a habit. I just do it sort of automatically. I just go to it and don't realize And further reflection, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just kind of looking for something that has immediate and direct results like right now. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Um, another habit uh, is I really connect with God really well, you guys, through, um, this might sound really weird to you, uh, but I feel God's presence, I've realized and come to terms with the last decade, I really feel his presence and really connect with him when I read. Um, and so another bad uh, habit is when I choose to do that, because I really feel like when I read, I feel his presence. Um, and the problem is, um, many of you know this, <laughs> some of you try to do your, how many of you guys try to do your homework in bed? <laughs> okay, that's the worst idea. Some of you are like, no, that's all right, get it all done. Okay, um, yeah, and then fall asleep like halfway through. Okay, it's, it's brutal. So for me, like I connect with God the reading, but I have a bad habit of not picking the best times to read. Like sometimes in the busyness of the middle of the day, I'll be like, oh, this is a good time to pick up a book, okay? As like the emails are going crazy and I've got all kinds of stuff to do and all kinds of busyness. And I'm like, this, I'm going to try to read right now. I have a bad habit of not choosing the best times. You know what I'm saying? Um, to do this. Now, here's the thing about habits, you guys. Um, not all of them might, might you, you have bad habits too. Um, not all of them might necessarily be bad. Okay, um, I talked to my wife yesterday, and I said, because um, I was thinking about this, and I had a list of like, here are my good habits. I was like, what? That's kind of not cool. Like, I'll, I'll just ask her. She knows me better than anybody. I love my wife. Um, she's my best friend. She's an amazing woman. She's hot. I love my wife. She's amazing. She's like, I... Most of life, by the way, just a little aside, most of marriage, okay, is not about like um, looking at someone, okay, or even uh, like the physical, most of life is just conversation, most of marriage is just conversation. It's just conversation. Find somebody that you can have great conversations with for the next 50 years. If you could find, okay, that's my little aside. So I love my wife. I love, in fact, another habit of mine I could say is I love and probably default almost, almost to a fault of just like I love just chatting with my wife. Sometimes we'll talk two, three hours a night. 
I just love talking to her. I love it. So um, she knows me better than anybody. I said, hey, um, I said, hey, babe, uh, what are some of my good habits? Like, I can maybe sometimes see my bad habits. Uh, what are some of my good habits? Because not all habits are bad. I don't want to give the impression today that when I talk about habits, it's like, all oh, you, oh, you sinners with your bad habits. Some of your habits are good. Um, and she said, actually, you, you're a pretty healthy eater. I was like, really? I don't look like it. Another bad habit. Uh, I don't really work out. I worked out once. I don't get what the big deal is. You know, years ago I tried it and I was like, that's not what everybody says it's like supposed to be. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, so that's not awesome. Uh, but I eat healthy, I guess. I don't know. I don't notice that I'm doing that. Maybe it's because I feel like garbage when I eat like a couple cookies. Uh, but I eat healthy. That's a good habit. Okay, I don't really think about it. I'm not consciously aware of that. In fact, when she said it, I was like, really? Okay. Um, yeah. Did you look at me? <laughs> okay. So, uh, I guess another habit of mine is that she said, um, and this is nice, this was, this was a compliment, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that I do that, um, is that she knows that she, um, before she goes to bed at night, I will ask her how her day was with sincerity, not flippancy and distractedness, you know, like, hey, how's your day? Anyways, don't tell me, I'm really busy over here, um, working on my motors. Uh, no, she knows she can, um, she knows at the end of the day, I, I really, like, care, I want to hear how her day was. My wife is really interesting. She's got deep, incredible thoughts, and I want to hear how her day went, and I want to help and support her. So that's a good habit. Um, I also, um, every night, this is something that I do. Um, this is not me. <laughs> that's my kid. I found a random picture. Uh, I also, every night, I pray with my boys. I have two sons, and um, I pray with them every night. It's a really special, really neat time uh, together. It's not something I honestly think about. I just do it. It's just like I don't, I'm not thinking Oh, I know I have to do this thing. I just do it. You know, it's like bedtime, you know, they brush their teeth and then we go to bed. And honestly, like, it's like, this is what's really crazy. What's kind of cool. At least at this point, uh, it's like a punishment for my boys. If I don't pray, if we don't pray with them, like, it's like a thing. They're like, can you please pray? And I'm like, well, I don't know if you're good. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. Okay. No, I, I pray with them. Uh, and they just, they love it. It's like a special time because it's a habit. It's a rhythm in our life. That's really meaningful and significant. And I don't think about it. Um, I just do it. And I, again, I'm not saying that to say like, I'm pretty amazing or pretty special. Um, sometimes my prayers are tired and lame, uh, but sometimes they're a little more thoughtful and, and deep, and, and, uh, but it's just a habit in my daily life. Another habit um, of mine that maybe is good, I love playing games, and this is something my wife uh, told me too. She's like, you know, you're really good at like playing games with boys, in spite of the fact that I might default to the motor stuff and the immediate results. Uh, I love playing games. Uh, I'm a board game guy, card game guy. We've got a big stack of card games, and I do this regularly with my boys and with my family. I love it. It's just a great way to talk about life and their day and their relationships. It's like a platform for that. So I do that regularly. Um, but here's the thing uh, I want to talk about. So most of these things, guys and gals, like the bad and the good, are things that um, I don't really think about. I'm not intentionally scheduling my day when I go home. Well, <laughs> at 525, we're going to play Uno. 5.45, that'll be a quick round of Monopoly, okay? I'm not intentionally planning this stuff. I just do it. I don't know. I just do it, right? Like, you have so many things in your life that you do this with. Some of them good, some of them bad. You just do these things. And a habit, um, you could define it as a thing done often and easily that's acquired and has become automatic. Once again, often... It's easy, like you just do it. I don't, it's not hard, you're not like, and then acquired, and it's automatic. You're not consciously thinking about it. Um, 
And, and I want to pose the question, I wonder, you guys, I just wonder this morning, and what I want to challenge us with is, might it be possible that we could have spiritual habits that we do often, easily, acquired over time, and become automatic? It'd be pretty cool. If spiritual life didn't have to be this planned, dedicated thing, it's just something you naturally do. It's automatic. Um, I'm just going to also ask um, you, I bet you've got some bad habits. I want you to just for a second, turn to somebody next to you and just say, that doesn't have to be bad, but what's a, what's a habit, okay? What's a habit you have? Um, what's a habit that you have? Something you do. And I'm going to go back to the description. Often, easily, automatic. Okay, uh, is anybody in here brave enough? Maybe you could just make it general. It doesn't have to be personal about you. What are some uh, habits? What are some habits that maybe a lot of people have? Maybe not just you. Anybody? What are some habits? Again, they don't have to be bad. It could be good. What are some habits you have? What's that? Yeah, picking your nose. Just kidding. Nobody called. Nobody raised their hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some of you do that. You know, if you drive long enough and you look at people in their car, inevitably, like at any traffic jam, you're going to see three or four people picking their nose when they're driving. It's just like a thing people do in their driver's seat. It's just like they're going to, it's like part of the driver's ed, you know? It's like you got to pick your nose. Uh, Knuckle crackers? Any of those in here? Okay, you know, constantly cracking the knuckles. Um, I bet if you go through your day, guys and gals, you have a lot of habits that you don't, again, just to clarify, um, maybe you say um or uh, maybe you're a nail biter, uh, maybe you're constantly on your phone. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can go to the, can we go to the next slide? I'm not sure if this is working. I want to go back to this verse, though, because what Christ says is he says, look, if you want to follow me, you have to deny yourself. And, and to deny a habit means you have to make it conscious first, right? I have to know and recognize it's a habit. And then um, take up this cross daily. You guys, um, life with Christ is not easy. In fact, as Mark said last week, it's impossible. It's very difficult. It's not simple, it's complex, you're complex, and it's difficult. And it takes daily, daily disciplines. It takes daily work for you to have a soul, just in the same way that for you to have a fit body, unlike me, you need to exercise constantly, okay? If you exercise and practice, like coaches will tell you, daily you're going to get better. If you eat healthy regularly, you're going to get healthier. Go figure. If you have spiritual habits in your life, your soul will be fed. 
if you have spiritual habits in your life that become just like automatic in you, that daily taking up your cross, denying yourself and saying, you know what, this is something I'm going, because here's the thing, your habits were learned. You learned them from somewhere. They came along at some point in your life and they just became automatic. And um, I'm going to give you just a couple suggestions for your journey in, at Southwest and for your time uh, in high school to say, are there ways that you can maybe change some of these habits that you have so that God becomes a daily part of your life? And not just something you do Sunday or Wednesday and not just something you do before a meal. So let me give you some suggestions and thoughts, some that I do and some I'm, I'm not so good at. Um, first of all, because at the beginning of school, um, a lot of you are like it all are still in the like the um, you're still like like lingering in summer, and you're like oh I gotta go to work, we gotta work all the time, and I got homework. Um, I want to challenge you in your habits of work, you guys. This is something that's really dear to my heart and has really transformed me and my thinking a lot. Um, there are things about my job, a lot of things that I love, and there are things I don't love. Um, what I've learned is that if I see work as something that I have to do to get past it and just push through it so that I can, whatever it is you do, you know, like watch Netflix or so that I can have a weekend or so that I can go to sleep, work is just something I get through so I can do the other stuff that real, that's where life is. Guess what? If that's your mentality, 80% of your life is going to be miserable. Have at it. God bless. Because most of your life is going to involve work, whether it's relational work, whether it's homework, reading, whether it's like whatever it is, physical labor, it involves work. So guys and gals, work is not a, like, it's not a bad thing. It's not, and we could have a conversation about like whether it's the, you know, a curse or not, because Adam's naming the animals and he's tending the garden, right? Like it's a thing you're wired for. It's not like either you work or you're happy. And I just wonder if you could start forming a habit of not talking negatively about work. That's a really big challenge. Not talking negatively, whether it's homework or physical work or the work you have to do, you know. And, and a lot of you guys don't. I know a lot of you love your jobs and say, man, I'm so grateful to be, you know, employed or to have meaningful labor and meaningful work. But I think here's the thing. You were created to work. The first thing God is doing when he shows up on the scene in Genesis is he's creating, he's producing, he's working. I think it's something that's going to perpetuate into eternity. First habit, I'd suggest to you, start thinking about the way that you default to talking about work in class, at work, you've got a job, at practice. How do you talk about it? You're wired, actually, to find work. You're wired to do something productive and creative. That's just how you're wired. And if you don't do it, you're going to atrophy and shrivel. Your soul is going, because God wired you to work for his glory. He made you that way. You can't escape it. Make sense? Start thinking about how you can see work as a spiritual discipline. Second, um, I would say connection. A lot of you might default, if you need to talk to somebody, to texting. I'd encourage you when it comes to loving others, that's maybe not the best method. Social media is not the best way to connect. Have you formed a habit in your relationships, you guys? That's just automatic. Like if I got to talk to somebody, and I've seen you do this and adults do it too, but like if they're right across, they're like right there, like two people away, and you're texting them. Is that a habit? Is that a default? 
turns out that makes you kind of lonely. It turns out that's not a good exercise of love for others. Do you have a habit of connecting face-to-face with people or defaulting to the safety and comfort of your phone or your computer? I just challenge you that God says love him and love others. In order to love others, maybe there's some habits in your life. Maybe even right now you're thinking about relationships where you're just you're only connecting through the phone. Um, third, uh, just general screen time. Uh, this is really hard, and we've talked a lot about this, but it's an issue for adults as well as you guys that, like, just defaulting by habit to, like, when there's a moment of silence in your life, whether it's um, after school and you're in the hall, there's just a moment of quiet or a moment of awkwardness or a moment where nobody's around you and there's no project to work on and nothing for you to focus on. In those moments, do you have the habit of just pulling out the phone and going to that? I challenge you to just put it away and just be a person in that moment. More importantly, I'd say maybe make it a habit and a discipline that you say a prayer in those moments of awkwardness where you're left with no device, no project, no person in front of you. Maybe that's a moment where a spiritual discipline can occur. Here's some other suggestions for you um, to connect with God. There are this, uh, there's this principle called togs, hogs, and dogs that I've shared with some of you, and it's been very helpful for me. Look, your connection with God, guys and gals, doesn't have to be like an hour every morning necessarily. It doesn't have to be some kind of like, like full commitment. That would be glorious and awesome if it were. There are also just times in your life throughout your day where you can connect with God. And if you could make this an automatic habit, I'd want to encourage you this morning just to think about where could this fit in your schedule, okay? Where could this fit? So, for instance, I've got some pictures. Um, I think the slides are jumping around here, but uh, I've got some pictures of what about right away in the morning? What's just think, what's the first thing you do? You all have habits. The first thought that comes to your mind, the first activity you do. Maybe it's grab your phone and look at Instagram. Maybe it's, I don't, I don't know what it is for you. I bet you've got all kinds of habits. Maybe it's you just jump out of bed while well, you probably hit snooze eight or ten times. Okay, uh, maybe that's your first habit. What are your habits right away in the morning? And could that be a place where you could just say a simple prayer? God, I give you my day. Lord, I need you this morning and I don't want to depend on myself. Draw me to yourself. Show me how I can love you and love others today. Just like that. And if you do that over and over, it's crazy, but it could become automatic. Um, Cafeteria. During lunch. Even in the moments of chaos, could that be a moment where you just routinely say a prayer? I'm not just talking like an out loud prayer before a meal or praying before you eat. I'm talking like even as you're eating and just in that moment, surrounded by your friends, could that be a place? How about the shower? I know a lot of people from that's like their Devo private time, right? You're alone and you can connect with God. You can think about your day because you've got a bunch of stuff running through your head. You're trying to wake up. That's a great time to connect with God. Some of you might be the car, whether you're commute or drive yourself. I'm going to come back to these, but those moments, guys and gals, can form habits for you that can connect you with God. Um, I also want to, I do want to encourage you um, to spend time extended uh, alone with God, and that can become a habit too. Um, So much so that if you do this on a regular basis as a habit, if you spend time with with Christ connecting with him in prayer and just being honest with him, you guys, um, when you don't do it, you'll miss it. You'll miss it. You'll feel its emptiness and it's a void in your life. 
One other thing I'd encourage you to do, maybe this is not a habit as much as an exercise, is, um, and I do this some years better than others, but even carve out a whole day or half a day to grab some of your favorite snacks, favorite worship music, or no music at all, just your Bible, and spend an entire day with God. A mentor of mine taught me this principle on how to do this well and, and uh, has really changed my life. A whole day. Nobody else. Just spend it with God. And it becomes a rhythm, maybe, something you schedule in the calendar out in advance. And you're going to go to a park, go to a corner of your house where you know you're not going to be bothered. Spend a day with God. Make that a habit even in your year. But here's what I'd like to do. Um, I'd like you to close your eyes. I want us to visualize our days, okay? I want you to picture yourself in the morning, that morning routine. What's the first thing you do? Could God be a part of that space? Could prayer be just in that moment, just brief, even if it's brief, could that be a part of your habit of your day that you could begin to incorporate? What do you do in the morning when you're getting ready, you're getting clothes together, hopefully getting washed up? What are you thinking about? What are you preparing for? Could God be a part of that time? On your way to school, what, what, do you, what is your pattern? Who do you talk to and who do you, who do you avoid? Um, what thoughts go through your head? Could that be a moment, a habit that you could begin to incorporate Christ into so that he becomes a part of your daily life, that you daily take up your cross in this way? What about when you walk in through the school doors? What's your habit? What about the first class you go to? What's your, what's, your, what's your habit when you guys go into your classroom? Who do you sit with? What do you think about? Could that, could those moments even be a time to pray and connect with God? Lunch? What about after school and the bell rings and all the chaos? What about practice? Is there something you do as a habit that's just automatic, just automatic, that's quick, just like that? You don't think about it. Could that be a moment for you to spend five, ten minutes to get away and be with God in prayer, to connect with him. When you get home, what do you do around the meal table? What do you think about? Could that not just be a part of rhythm and routine that's not conscious and you don't think about? Could that be a holy place for you to connect with God and love your family well? And what you do late at night with homework, what are your patterns when you go to bed? I want you to think about these, and if one of these, um, guys and gals, if one of these sticks out to you as just a place where you can begin to form a sort of holy habit to connect with God, I want to encourage you to implement that, not tomorrow, but even today. Are there ways in which you can begin to change and transform the habits for you that have become bad, that have become negative, maybe where your eyes go, where your mind goes throughout your day? If you want to follow Christ, you must deny yourself, take up your cross daily and follow him. Heavenly Father, um, you know us and our habits better than we do. You watch us, you watch over us, you know us deeply and intimately. And God, so often our habits are things that we just don't even recognize we do, and sometimes they lead us to sin. Sometimes we have sinful, horrible habits, much darker than the ones we've talked about today, and sometimes we just have habits that distract us, make us superficial. I want to ask and pray that God, for all of us this morning, that as we go into this year, we would think about ways in which we could incorporate you habitually into 
our life. And Lord, we invite you into those spaces. We invite you into our mornings. We invite you into our classrooms. We invite you into this space and encounter and just ask and pray. Show us what it looks like and show us places where we can intentionally connect with you individually. Where we know we would best do that. God, you know each one of these guys and gals best. You know where um, maybe the darker moments of their day are where they really need you. And I pray you'd inspire them with ideas to know how to make a habit of daily following you. I pray this, um, just commending us and a community into your hands and praying, God, that you would truly inhabit every hour of our days, that we would not separate you and say church is over here and encounters over here and prayer time is here and we're disengaged and all of that compared to the rest of our life, but we would begin to habitually incorporate you, God, into our day-to-day thoughts and our day-to-day life. We need you for this. We desperately need you. We want to follow you. We want to know you. Please empower us by your spirit to do this and show us um, how to. We ask and we pray uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. And all God's people say. Thank you for listening in on our Encounter podcast. You can find previous Encounter recordings and who will be coming in future weeks on our Southwest Christian High School webpage, www.swchs.org. Click on Student Life and Encounter. Again, thank you for joining us. And until next time, keep your eyes fixed, not on speakers, teachers, or institutions, but on Christ, the author and the perfecter of our faith.